What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve V. Episode 327, first episode of 2022, alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. Happy New Year, Jeremy. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm well. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Alongside us, happy 2022, Cody Maurice Doggett. Hello. Hello, darling. Happy New Year. How are you boys doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, things. How did was? Did you guys do anything, Cody? What did you do for New Year's with COVID? I I know there's a lot going on. What can you share with us? It was insane. I we spent the week prior to New Year's. Joe's my boyfriend's family came into town in New Jersey, and we went to go visit with them for the week prior to New Year's. And then I worked New Year's eve morning and then i spent new year's eve evening with them so i brought in the new year with joe's family it was oh, how lovely they the cooked parents. we ate it was great i got to meet the parents and the uncles and the aunts and the cousins and the cousins boyfriends and everybody everybody was there <laughs> love it oh that sounds great nice it was so much fun and- Jeremy, how did you? How was your holidays, and how did you ring in twenty twenty two? Mine was chill. Uh, so we just played card games and uh, Cards Against Humanity. We played left, right, center, and stuff oh. uh, with some of my uh, cousins and family love members. And I love drank, that. Drank, sang karaoke, that stuff. Ooh. Oh, fun! Super yeah. fun! Yeah, I was pretty low key, as I mentioned before. I had um, I broke my ankle sadly, but I have surgery this Friday. Yay! Because to me, that signifies the beginning of the recovery. And like Biden, and like friend to the show, Sebastian Lacaz, I'm turning an obstacle into an opportunity. So you can expect some new things, like a lot of writing coming your way nice. as we turn five with tags podcast in february next um yeah next month we turn five a lot of surprises and there's going to be a lot of um writing coming your way that i'm going to share with you guys and i'm sort of like i said turning an obstacle into an opportunity because the alternative is never good so that's what i'm going with so yeah i made that i didn't make the resolution on the new year's i kind of made it when the accident happened and so Mm -hmm. it just made sense go with that and I'm here, but you know, Queerty came out with seven New Year's resolutions for the queer community. And before I read a few of them to see if you're on track with these, you guys, I kind of wanted to know, do you have any and do you believe in New Year's resolutions? We'll start with you, Jeremy. I think they're definitely something uh, nice to think about and keep in the back of your head, but I don't believe that they uh, always come to fruition at least for myself yeah (laughs) so I feel like every year I say that I want to start dating and then I just don't end up uh going down that route because I'm always working on bettering myself just like loving myself and getting better financially and physically and all of that so I feel like uh each year takes on its own and I don't know if it follows suit with what I've uh, put out into the universe necessarily. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're nice to think about, but I don't like swear by them or uh, take them too seriously. Cause I just, I think you can't always uh, plan ahead for too much. Right. These days, especially. And you know, one thing about the, the dating thing that you put in the past of your resolutions, I was watching, I know sometimes you watch daily pop and they have this, dating expert on there and she addressed the dating thing and she said one thing to do is change or pivot the way that you approach dating so do something different on how you go about it so if you're always on the apps then go to go out and and find different ways of meeting people pivot the what wasn't working before and try new Mm -hmm. things kind of hard to do though when we're in the middle of like Omicron, Omicron, right. however you're saying yeah. it these days. <laughs> but if that's still something on your list for the year, that could be something to explore. Cody, what um, New Year's resolutions, or do you believe in them? 
I do. I think they're a good way to take stock of the pr- the prior year and what's really important to you and what you value. And in in through that lens, you can kind of reassess how you want to, where you want to give your energy to in the, in the coming year. What's really really funny is um, me and my boyfriend Joe. I told him that we we're going to make New Year's resolutions for each other. So I made mine. <gasps> that doesn't work that way. Yes, you it can. does. That's called control. <laughs> That's when you don't like the way your boyfriend dresses and you're like, you know what? He's, not wearing that he's shirt. great, but I'm going to just little by little slip in a little of this and a little of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, love it. No, it was so fun. It was just funny. It's some nice, a nice cute thing that we did. So, yeah. Yeah, it could be fun as a couple to make a joint resolution together, you know, like maybe for couples that aren't having enough sex to kind of let's make a pact to have sex three times a week or three times a day or, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. Or, you know, who knows? I'll bring that up to him. I'll put that in the notes. that in your cap oh yeah um so query i just want to run a few of them by you jump in at any time they came up with seven that they think us gays should prioritize including stop fetishizing straight men oh i've certainly been guilty of that right jeremy in the past yes definitely (laughs) i've given that up um let somewhat effeminate straight guys be straight um I like that one. What do you yeah. th- what do you th- what do you think about that one? When there's another one on here that says, you know, when you're gay, are stop making everybody gay. That we have a yeah. tendency to do that. Do you think we do that, Cody? I do. I think that you want to, especially if they're cute. That's when you're really like, oh, oh, but he's. I could have him. So I think that that that's something that I I have been guilty of before. And sexuality is a spectrum. So we definitely need to let, leave that in 2021. Well, funny story on that, Joe, your boyfriend, uh-huh. when your birthday happened last summer, I sat next to Joe's roommate, yes. at least at the time, and I just assumed he was gay. And he asked, he says, what are you drinking? And I said, oh, I'm going to have a glass of Pinot Noir next, I think, or a glass of wine. He said, do you want to share a bottle? And I was uh-huh. like, is he coming on to me? And he's only like 30 <laughs> and he's kind of cute. And I was all getting up and like, oh, is this my date for the night on Cody's oh. birthday? Is that why? And then to come I'm to sure find, he's t- totally straight. <laughs> <laughs> You can get him, girl. (laughs) I don't know about that, but it's just funny how I immediately assumed that that he was available and on our team, and he wasn't. But he was a nice guy, and I loved sharing the bottle of wine. Um, Next up on the list is something I think I'm kind of guilty of, and I don't know where I got this green thumb, but stop buying plants. You got enough, (laughs) is what they write. And I don't know where I got this. Um, Jeremy kind of got me on the roll with this orchid that's been blooming every year. And it's nice. you sort of started me and another friend started me with a money tree. But I've I, since then have three more plants. And I think I got to stop because <laughs> with this broken ankle, I'm putting the ice cubes in there to keep it alive. But I, I only have so much energy. So I got to stop with all that. Um don't add to the social media pile on. So in other words, they're saying ah. when someone's down on their luck, you know, we're so quick to uh huh and and weigh in, particularly yeah. on platforms like Twitter. You two don't really fall into that at all, do you, Jeremy? No, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, me yeah. either. I'd say spread love, not negativity. But this next one you may be guilty of, maybe just get off social media in general. Um, Essentially, we spend so much time on social media, which is causing more anxiety and feeding the compare and despair phenomenon to radicalizing audiences. We'd probably all be a lot better off if we weren't so addicted to it. Are you guilty of spending too much time, Jeremy, on social media? And is that something you do want to change? Um, I don't think I've spent um, more time on it as of lately than I used to in the past. Uh, I also don't spend a lot of time dwelling. So like if I see something, uh, I've been using... Do you say social... something? <laughs> I've been... No, I've been using social media more for like 
inspiration and artistic things and like i've actually started to follow a lot more of like fashion pages and interior decorating and design pages and taking more inspiration from that than following like individual people and like i don't know just more interest in uh artistic things and outlooks rather than like physical features and looks of like guys and plastic women and all shit that I used to be interested in. And I can attest to that, Jeremy, because on Facebook, you post some really lovely um, postings with your family and just how grateful you are to be surrounded by your family and a lot of inspiration. And I see that. I think it's true. Pivoting with, you know, if you were, we're so embedded with social media, it's not going away. And Mm -hmm. I think it's hard to just drop everything, but I think pivoting on how you consume and share is such a great thing. What's your thoughts on that, Cody, and how you approach social media? Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think that if you put the effort in social media into things that you have a passion for, instead of getting lost in like rabbit holes, I'm I'm guilty of that, of like viral videos and things like that on TikTok. If you actually use it constructively, I think that it can actually be a benefit. And also limit your, I can see the point of actually limiting your time on social media, maybe not cut it out entirely, but just dedicate an hour or two a day, or I don't even know if that's really <laughs> feasible, <Right>. <laughs> maybe five hours a day. And then that <laughs> way it, you won't really find your find yourself wasting time on social media it'd be about constructive concise a pathway yeah and there's so many great people that post inspirational postings and yeah i think just being aware of it is what i'm doing as well moving on six flags six flags says it has dropped a ban on quote affectionate behavior between couples at its amusement parks. So the policy oh. change came after a gay couple were removed from a queue for a ride at the six parks in Mexico City <gasps> because they were kissing. This and is my ins- friend. What? Really? This is my this friend. Ha- this is my friend John John Post. He was in line with these people. So he uh, go ahead, finish <gasps> the story. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. Um, I love I love the tea. I love the tea. <laughs> The individuals in question were not asked to leave the park, but a friend who was with the couple, maybe this is your friend, took to Twitter to explain that what happened, and most of its tweets were in Spanish, but translated, they explain how the gay couple were told by staff their actions were unacceptable in a, quote, family-friendly park. This is even though opposite-sex couples we're also kissing and showing affection to one another in the queue. Yep. And a man who introduced himself as the park director explained that kissing was, quote, disrespectful to others. Oh, really, mister? Local LGBTQ advocates were outraged at how the gay couple were treated and took to social media to complain and a call for a kiss in, out, a, a kiss in outside the park to protest. Oh, I love oh, that. Wow. Yesterday, or the other day, actually, when this really came out, Six Flags issued a statement to its brand Twitter account saying it was dropping the ban on public displays of affection. Quote, in an effort to maintain a a family atmosphere, Six Flags had maintained a policy of discouraging visitors from being overly affectionate while visiting the park. The company said it stressed in bold type the policy applied to all visitors, regardless of race, religion, gender, or sexual orientation. However, based on guest feedback, we have determined that Having a policy that speaks to affectionate behavior is not necessary, and we have removed this policy. Wow. Good for Six Flags. for st- yeah. You know, back to social media, the only reason Six Flags Mexico or Six Flags the brand responded was because of Twitter. Maybe your friend, Cody, will hear from you in a sec, but... Social media was really responsible for the kiss-in outside of the park and also for Six Flags to have to step up to the plate and say, this is wrong and change their policy all because of social media. So funny how piggybacking off of the last topic, Cody, what's your thoughts and what can you tell us about your friend? I'm so glad that 
people are actually standing up for their rights now, in, especially in 2021 and 2022. This is something that's so needed. And I'm so happy that I know somebody that's involved in actually advocating for gay rights and equality. And I, when I saw it, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I'm struggling. I looked at his profile just two seconds ago and to see when he posted it and it was i think it was an instagram story so it's gone by now so i don't really know i had just seen it in passing i think i was it was over the holiday so i I was so busy and i forgot to follow up with him about it i should text him right now (laughs) text him right now yeah these are age-old uh uh, grandfathered in rules that at our that are at family-friendly spaces that I think, you know, it takes social media, it takes a couple to do this and for people to change. Um, The only time I've, I haven't been to a theme park in so long. And the last time I was, was to hear a friend DJ at actually Six Flags in New Jersey. And it was, but it was gay day. So of course there was more than just kissing y'all. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) But Jeremy, what's that? Yeah, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm I mean, really glad that they stood up for it, and I think that it's like just absolutely ridiculous and just an asinine thing to point out and ban. And like, and I'm just glad that it was immediately handled properly in the right way. And I just think that public display of affection is like a, a personal choice and pretty much like a human right. And I'm not, I don't love it and I'm not obsessed with it, but if I don't like something that I'm seeing, I just like look the opposite way. Turn the channel, look the other way. (laughs) Things that they don't enjoy. And it's just not that serious. Yeah. The insanity of it all to have a man come up to them and say, this is just not family friendly. It's like, where have you been living under a rock? Seriously. Especially I might add in Mexico city where they were one of the first, even before America to have gay marriage, uh, inducted as a right. And so it's just, and I can't believe this man thought that he could come up to somebody and say that. But I do applaud social media and the people and your friend, Cody. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coming up, we are giving our favorite thing to do is give solicited sex and relationship advice. But before we have got another topic that I can't wait to get your feedback on this, you guys. I love this next topic. Crunch fitness. This is an interesting one because... A lot of people's New Year's resolutions are all about getting fit, going back into the gym, you know, body, body, body. And Crunch Fitness asks patrons to have sex anywhere but the men's locker room. (laughs) This was kind of a cringe story to me and kind of embarrassing if I was a Crunch member. But it looks like Crunch Fitness doesn't approve of certain aerobic activities, they write. In a flyer shared on social media, a crunch gym asked its members to stop hooking up in the men's locker room. So here's the text message, the emphasis of which is theirs. Attention members, please do not have sex in the men's locker room. You can have sex literally anywhere else, just not at Crunch Fitness. Otherwise, your membership will be immediately revoked. Please keep this safe space for all crunchers um you know it's funny because i remember belonging to crunch fitness in weho west hollywood the infamous where um i think it's how i got the job booked on the madonna video that i was in american life no (laughs) but no but it was notorious for hooking up and steam i've been noted in the past in the way Uh past to have Uh some fun (laughs) to have some fun in the steam room not so much anymore but people were not having it on the thread that spoke to it um some people were um they oh somebody pointed out that the men's bathroom they they didn't like the fact that they pointed out that it was the men's and they didn't just say 
all locker rooms but then mm-hmm. somebody else pointed out that it's because sex is only happening in the men's locker room y'all <laughs> <laughs> women lesbians aren't hooking up in there um would you be embarrassed by this cody if you were a member of crunch or what would you be your thoughts or, or a, damn <laughs> <laughs> they're on to me of crunch i know right it was me you guys i was the one that got us banned from <laughs> crunch crunch locker room <laughs> <laughs> I have been known to have my fun in a steam room or two myself. And mm-hmm. as I've, I've grown out of it, I don't want to deny, I feel like a, a hypocrite saying that I deny our young, the younger generation that, that opportunity, that experience. But there are so many other places that you can have sex, like the Crunch people said. So I am fully on board with the Crunch team in saying that go have sex in a gay sauna somewhere where it's more socially acceptable because I know that people don't want to see that. If I had to see straight sex in the, in the gym, I would not be happy. So <laughs> you, mean like a, you mean like a bathhouse is what you're talking about. Yeah, you exactly. Know, I go back to what I said at the beginning of the show, turn an obstacle into an opportunity. And you know, the other thing, Jeremy is when I belonged to crunch fitness in West Hollywood back in the day, and they used to have, Literally, you'd walk into the locker room and on either side of the women's and the men's locker room, they had these smoked out showers that you would look at people and their silhouette in the shower. So they almost encouraged. So if you went on like in the men's locker room, if I took you had a chance to take a shower on the left or the right side, if you took it on, say, the right side your silhouette was being, you were putting on a show for anybody walking by the locker rooms. Love so that. in my mind, back in the day, they encouraged sex in there. Come on now. And now, because probably, you know, it always comes down to one too many complaints, right? Yeah. I mean, they got one too many complaints. So of course they had to put that down. And what's your thoughts on this, Jeremy? And I, you, just, I honestly yeah. think it's like, um, I, I don't know. It's like, it's like inevitable and I don't think that crunch is the only gym that this happens at. And I just oh, no. don't think it's something that they're ever going to be fully able to stop. And I mean, I don't mind it. If you, like I said before, if you don't like it, then don't watch it. If you're in a shower and someone's fucking in the one next to you, then hurry up, wash your body and get out. <laughs> I mean, it's just not that it's like men. Or thank your lucky or thank your lucky stars and enjoy the show. I was going right. to say jack off. <laughs> Get some joy. Get some popcorn. It's and... something new, and I'm like, it. It's bringing a lot of light to something that is not brand new, and is definitely not only happening at Crunch. Yeah, let's be honest. That shit yeah. happens at every single gym in the world, in every men's locker room. I'm sure it's not the first, not the last, and not going to change because of a little notice or flyer that they send out. And you know that all of these men have plenty of other options to subscribe to if they end up getting their revoke or their membership revoked because they were giving a BJ in the locker room. So, I mean, I know I don't really find it that serious. I know the country has totally taken a conservative pill in the last few years, but the, you know, the most hilarious comment that came out of all this was that what? somebody says, now I know how to get out of my membership. You know how, <laughs> <laughs> you know how damn hard it is to get out of your gym memberships it's when you're really, just really like, difficult. it's difficult. Oh my goodness. You, you could die and they'll still be charging your, your account card. and, yeah. and your family will be like trying to get He's dead. And they'll still be like, doesn't matter. He's, I met contract where you have him locked in (laughs) his spirit is lifting those weights over there and lifting those kettlebells and we know it and it's just so dumb and so this this is a guaranteed thing like have sex in the locker room if you really want to get out of your contract you're out and then you don't have to pay anymore so i think it's kind of a brilliant comment (laughs) i love that. they would probably cancel your membership and still charge you is probably what would end up happening well yeah (laughs) i know it's probably too good to be true damn it hey tags listeners craving for more tags hungry like i am 
Well, now you can unlock exclusive Tags content. I'm talking about our weekly Tags After Show and our twice monthly Dark and Dirty Show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics in a more relaxed, behind-the-scenes, more intimate format. Our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now to unlock exclusive Tags content and know that you'll be supporting Tags Podcast to continue delivering the quality of Tags Podcast you've come to love. You can unlock this exclusive content by going to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex. All right. Well, it's our favorite time. It's time to give some advice for some listeners. And up first is, we'll just call him Brandon here. Brandon says, hey guys, first of all, love the podcast. Makes my commute to and from work so much easier. Oh, happy to hear that, Brandon. But I had a question for you. So this year I got into working out and currently I've lost 30 pounds and counting. Congratulations, Brandon. I've also have been going to therapy and the combination of the two have boosted my confidence. So in all, I've been having a lot of great sex. Okay, now I'm jealous with that I'm not going to be having sex <laughs> Having said that, 99% of the time, I am top hooking up with the bottom. Now, ass is my favorite fruit, and I will continue to eat it. In actuality, I am versatile, and I'm finding pleasure in bottoming, but always end up getting hit up by a bottom or tops asking to bottom for me. I'm guessing it's because of my body type and appearance. What's a way for me to live a versatile lifestyle that I'd like. Thanks in advance, Brandon. Um, you know, first I want to just commend you, Brandon, for thanks for writing in, being so honest. And, you know, it takes a lot to commit. Talk about resolutions. Sounds like you just did it in general. L- losing 30 pounds. Yeah. Doing anything like that is commitment. Um, you mentioned boosted your confidence And I think when you have confidence is when you tend to state what you really want, what you want in life, what you really want from another person. And so I think already, if you're naturally drawing bottoms into the mix, that you can also use that confidence to draw in being versatile and being a bottom when you want to bottom. So I think that comes down to changing your if you if you're meeting guys on your profile changing it on your profile mm-hmm. looking look at your profile as it doesn't have to be set in stone you can maybe take a great picture of yourself in a jock strap and flip it when you're ready to bottom and use the confidence that you have accumulated to say tonight I'm bottoming and I think whenever you put that energy out there of what you want you get what you want you have to use the tools that you've already put out there for yourself to get what you want but I know my co-hosts have some great advice for you Cody what are your thoughts and what's your advice for Brandon what kept coming up for me was was that there always seems to be more bottoms than tops out there. I don't I don't know why that kept coming up for me, but <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a story later that I'm going to read. Grinders, oh, really? they did a whole thing on this, and you'll be surprised at some of the answers. But go ahead. Okay, all right. So I was just, I, but that being said, I think that like you said, if you put that energy out there, that energy of I want to bottom, I want to bottom, and see what you attract in that respect if you continue to put that energy out there and like you said take some good ass pitch if as long as you accentuate your assets and make sure that Literally. they are front and, and <laughs> exactly and make sure they are front and center that is a i know for me being a top 
a mainly top uh 90 90 10 that that is what i look for in a profile when i'm out there and also like you were saying on your profile there are filters to where you can filter out if you're looking the bottom use those filters and filter out all the bottoms and so so you only see tops and then continue to hit up those tops like you said it's all about energy well you know cody just to stay on you for a second you you Sorry, just to stay on you for a second, you said that 10% of the time you like to bottom. Mm -hmm. What in the past, maybe not so much now, but when you were single, did you do to look for those tops for that 10% time? I would go home with couples. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> and then one of them, I would be in the middle. I like being in the middle. I like all the attention okay. being on there. So, yeah. Jeremy, what are your what's your advice for Brandon? I I like the idea of uh, asking what you want, like putting out what you want and being upfront about what it is that you're looking for. I think that is always the best way to go. It's also the most honest way, and I think you end up getting what you want or what you're looking for. I think it's really helpful to to work on building your confidence by putting it out there and stating what it is that you actually want. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I know, so he, you know, cause he mentions in here, he's guessing that nine times out of 10 people come to him to, well, the, to ask him to be at the top. And the good news is he it sounds like he likes to top too. Yeah. So I feel like Brandon, you're in a really good spot right now, a really great spot. You've got so much confidence right now. You're confident with your body. You um, you do actually like topping and eating ass. So it's not like the other way around, where oh shoot, I only want a bottom, and I just keep getting these bottoms coming to me. It's when you want to go that direction. You've kind of got everything on your plate and are in a great position to dictate that. And it's just going to be a little tweaking here and there. Like we said, take those pictures, putting it out there on the pro changing the profile yeah. that you want to bottom tonight or, and don't be afraid to put it all out there. People love, uh, you know, a built or a, um, I was just going to say, I think he's going to be pleasantly surprised by the response that he gets. I love Fucking a nice juicy bottom. Thick and okay. juicy. Thick and juicy, Brandon. Are you hearing us? We are <laughs> I'm pretty confident and have no worries. But you know what, Brandon? Keep us posted on this because um we love that you wrote in and thanks so much. Um all right, good one. Um moving on to Titus. Titus says, I have a pseudo, loves the podcast and says, I have a pseudo unique, not so unique in the gay world relationship. Here we go again. We are, mm -hmm. we are both tops and don't often go for the same type. Of course, at times I'm curious about this, um, his hookups. It's part of being an inquisitive person, but more often than not, I'm happy that he is finding pleasure in doing his thing. Recently, I've noticed that I feel some sort of way when he hides his phone when on the apps. For example, when I walk in the room, he scrambles to close the app or shut off the screen. I'm not sure if it's a yearning for attention on my part or a feeling of, why are you hiding your app when we both do it? Just show me. I'm complete, I completely understand the privacy some build up when looking at an app, but at this point, there is no need to be scrambling to hide that you're that you're on it. What's mm -hmm. the best way I can approach letting him know that it's okay or should I just drop it? Well, you know, I definitely don't think you should just drop it to yeah. answer your first question because it's a concern. You obviously wrote into us. Uh, I think if you just dropped it, it's going to fester like so many things do. And the other thing I was thinking about is, you know, we talk about open relationships and I think they're great. We've been accused at times of some of us co-hosts, maybe not supporting them, but we really do here. We support yeah, all, we believe me, we do. And I think when you do embark, if I were to embark on an open relationship, I do think it needs that much more communication 
to, con- yes. to continuously check in. And I couldn't think of a better time to check in than the beginning of the year. Talk about resolutions to check uh, in with your no. boo and say, hey, listen, this is sort of bugging me. I know I want to check in with you. I want to have a little bit more openness about our hookups. And, to you know, some people are really private with their hookups or when they get in that mode of looking on the apps. And mm-hmm. I under, I definitely understand that for sure. But I think if it's bothering you, this would be a great time to check in at the beginning of the year as we approach our sexcapades in 2022. Mm-hmm. Have a nice, you know, don't do it in... Don't do it when he is on, when he's pulling it away. Don't do it then because it's only going to bring out defensiveness. Do yes. it when you're going to, when you guys are having your alone time, your date night, when you're just chilling and say, hey, I wanted to talk about this and how we kind of reinstitute this year of our relationship and how we go forth. And one of the things is, and then go on with that. That's kind of where I'm coming from with the advice for you, Titan. But what's your advice, Jeremy, on this? Uh, So I think that it would be also a good idea to like be a little bit more playful about it and maybe like bring it up together, like the apps and open them and maybe conversate about the people that you've chatted with and stuff. I mean, it is, after all, your significant other, so it's not like they're mm-hmm. a total stranger, and I don't take the apps that seriously, so, like, for me personally, I think it's fun to just, like, browse, see who's in the area. If I'm with a gay friend or, like, a gay family member, it's funny to, like, just compare messages and, like, I don't know, it's just, it doesn't have to be so serious, and so I think, especially with your boyfriend, it's it would be a little bit more uh less of a secret and more comfortable if you make it that comfortable but if you don't address it at all i don't think that that's helpful so i definitely don't think uh just dropping it all together would be helpful because i think like you said it just adds up to creating animosity for that whole situation and subject so i think it's helpful to just talk it into existence and like maybe be a little bit more open with your partner just about the app in general because it doesn't have to be so serious absolutely and you know the whole thing about open relationships is i think everyone can be cool with it but everybody is coming from it from a different Mm -hmm. viewpoint a different standpoint and I think it's so easy to think that, yeah, we want an open relationship, but we all come with our individual baggage, if you will, yeah. or our individual, if you want to look at it more positive, individual stories. And th- it's not always going to align perfectly. So I think you got to check in every year. I go back to beginning of the year. This is a great opportunity. I love that word right now mm-hmm. to check in with your your boy and 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 tell him honestly that you know that kind of bugs me maybe you'll i i think it might lighten the like you said jeremy it might lighten the mood a little bit and he might Mm -hmm. say why it does um you know if somebody were to ask me i think i would probably be the same way if if i was in an open relationship i would be quick to pull my phone away like oh i don't want him to see that um <laughs> even though they know yeah. just because i don't want people to think they know what they know about what i'm doing oh and but we know honey okay i know you know <laughs> i know you know <laughs> cody besides you knowing what's your thoughts and what's your advice for I, titus i agree with both of you guys you guys made some very valuable points and i just want to say that i think communication is the the basis of any relationship, but in an open relationship, it's especially key. And I think that he should bring it up to his boyfriend and they should talk about it. And I, to me, it sounds like they are both, they have some comfortability issues. He's Titus seems very comfortable with being open about it. And his boyfriend doesn't seem comfortable at all. They need to find that happy medium between the two and come to a resolution that way. But it's all about compromise at the end of the day. Also, just like Jeremy said, they could go on together. He, Titus mentioned that they don't like the same type of guys. 
So I think that if they try, there's always a happy medium. There's like a, a Venn diagram. There's right in the middle between the two of them. There's somebody that they find both attractive. They could probably even go on and try and find somebody that way. If they go on together and they try and hit somebody up and try and find somebody, it's all about communication and finding that happy medium. I love that point because they could make it kind of fun and yeah. add a new tier level, whatever you want to call it, to their open relationship. And not all the time, obviously, but it yeah. could be fun if they're if they're just both sitting on the couch or watching like a reality show and like, hey, what do you think of this one? Just for fun and kind of get each other's input could add this new level to their relationship doesn't mean that they're going to hook up in a threesome but it could yeah. just be like what do you think of this one i kind of find this one hot so it it opens up that window into your partner a little bit more on what they what turns them on which could be hot and says that it's okay that we you know know a little bit about what turns you on i think that could only be a good thing yeah all right. Well, Titus, I hope that helps. Please keep us informed. And I hope that helped for you. If you want sex or relationship advice, want us to weigh in, we are here for you to give that solicited advice. You can always DM us on Instagram at Tags Podcast or email us. Go to our website, tagspodcast.com. All right. Lastly, there is, um, speaking of, um, well, Grinder did this whole thing on looking at where their users are. And you said, Cody, <laughs> recently it's hard to find a, to a top. There's so many okay. bottoms. You might be surprised by the stats that show how their users. Yeah, so they did, they did a whole statistical analysis on their users on the app around the world, not just okay. in the States, to find out where everyone's falling in. You might be surprised. Most users, okay, so here's some of the findings. Most of the users by city fall at number one, Paris, love. Mm. London, number two, love. New York, number three. Okay. Sao Paulo, number four. And Los Angeles, number five. Okay, not too surprising not there. Not shocking, yeah. All right. Highest percentage of, quote, looking for right now. So this is the Ooh. highest percentage of looking for right now. Not surprising, the United States. <laughs> Behind that, <laughs> Australia. Okay. Number three, the UK. Number four, Ireland. And number five, Canada. All right. Here, Cody, is where you were just talking about. All right. The highest percentage of tops. It's a country. It's not in the U.S. Any guesses? I already know. So is it fair if I, if I still guess? How do you know? It was on Instagram. <laughs> the Philippines. It Did is. Yep. Yeah. The Philippines. I couldn't yeah. believe it when I saw it. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm. That's. I love the, the, the culture of the Filipino culture. So I'm not. But coming in at number two, I like almost better. Colombia. Oh, <laughs> I love a good Colombian top here. Let me just say. <laughs> and now coming in at number three, I like maybe the best of the best, Argentina. Argentina. Oh, I love Argentina so much. Not so mad hot. at that. Yeah. Coming in at number four, I'm kind of obsessed with the place I really want to go to, Israel. And I'm thinking they probably focused on Tel Aviv. I don't know, but pretty cool and coming in at number five is india really yeah oh jeremy does any of those stats surprise you of any of those countries that i mean i think they all do it's it's interesting <laughs> information have you ever met a colombian i met a whenever i meet the colombians at the eagle bar here in new york they are ready to go to yeah, top me the colombians are always frisky i remember <laughs> they, they got a lot of testosterone yeah <laughs> all right so queens <laughs> well we couldn't talk about the tops without going to the bottoms and okay. here there this is grinder highest percentage of bottoms by country do you know this cody already it wasn't it wasn't on instagram so i don't okay know. simmer down now <laughs> peanut all right gallery. coming in at number one with the highest percentage of bottoms according to grinder is vietnam Oh, okay. I've always wanted to go to Vietnam. Me so. too. Now, okay. number, number two, China. <laughs> really? Well, China's so damn big. I mean, 
it's a big gaping hole. Come on now. <laughs> Coming in at number three is another big gaping hole, South Africa. I love really? South Africa. I would have number never f- guessed that. Number four, not a big country, Peru. Oh. But there's some, you know, if you're looking for a good bottom, head to Peru. I've always wanted to go to Peru. Yep. And lastly, coming in at number five of highest percentage of bottoms is Poland. Okay. Okay. Would not have guessed that. All right. Destinations, (laughs) uh, vacation destinations. I'm ready. Vacation destinations. And piggybacking (laughs) off of our last topic of open relationships, the highest percentage of open relations relationships according to grinder number one wow i would not have guessed this india okay that's we don't know enough about india india will you please write in and we want to hear from you because i feel like i don't know enough about india to know that that would be that's the case that's amazing number two a place i love and maybe not surprised thailand love me some bangkok oh Oh, yes (laughs) pun intended love it (laughs) Mm -hmm. coming in at number three of open relationships is switzerland followed by vietnam again in the race okay vietnam i gotta see you i see you and number five is algeria oh Oh. wow yeah and then lastly, this is kind of a fun thing that they did. I didn't know that people did this, but a top grinder profile songs. Do you guys have a top song that you put on your grinder profile, oh, Jeremy? Who puts no. songs on their grinder profile? Is that a thing? <laughs> well, no, mine I would didn't be, know that was a thing. Mine are never in the top 10, so my, I would be totally out of it. And I would be changing it every week. Yeah. But not not surprisingly, "Kiss Me More" by Doja Cat and SZA oh, yeah. was up song. there. Jeremy, didn't we see SZA opening for Janet yes, at one she point? She was so good at so that Randall uh, Island festival. Super fun. Yeah, not surprising. Montero, Little Nas X. Oh, Barrett. Yeah, I can. This next one, I, I actually like this song. "Rain on Me," Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande. That's yeah. a good Love one. It. Easy on me, Adele. Ugh. That sounds God. sad. <laughs> I, the last, my, I can't with blast. the last two. I just can't. And Happier Than Ever by Billy Elliot. Oh, no. That's I, another swipe left. I, I, I can't with those two last ones. Elliot. I just, I just can't. I mean, we're forced to like them. It's just, yeah. I mean, I love Adele, but I'm not, it's not what I'm Bite looking for. When, it's, it's not what I'm looking for when I want to hook up. All right. Well, thanks for playing on that. And lastly, you know, Cody and I, we've been talking so much about Matthew Camp's sex doll. (laughs) And he's back in the news with it because he made a whole sex scene with it. Um, You know, before we get into that, I have to say, if you remember, um, I said this on last week's wrap up 2021 episode that I did a solo i said the comeback kid of the year in our sex gay sex world is matthew camp why because if you remember earlier in 2021 his house was Was burnt down burnt down and it was a beautiful house in the woods he lost his entire house well what happens later in the year he has a blow-up doll that's like i mean Talk about turning it around. That's right. I called him. Goals. The He gets the 2021, and he's nominated for a straight-up gay porn award. So talk about the Combat Kid Award. It That's goes to right. Matthew Cam. Yeah, to him. However, the um, his sex doll, which we've been talking about, has been compared to Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I know you guys got to look at it. I will post this on tagspodcast.com. But if you look a little further into this, which I will post, like I said, to induct the doll, they actually did a whole sex scene with Matthew Camp and the sex doll, including oh, Matthew Lord. Camp licking, having sex with his own doll and licking his doll's feet in one point which to me i don't know that is talk about a pr nightmare i don't know maybe it'll work what what were your thoughts jeremy you were saying offline that the we're a little bitchy on this one no i just i i think it looks much better with the hat on it's less creepy And I definitely, I definitely think, I think, I also think him having sex with his own doll is 
like just really gross and not here for that. I don't want to see that, Valerie Cherish. <laughs> right. And I'm also thinking, bitch, get that cash because this doll is four thousand dollars. Are you kidding me? Yep, we didn't 30, see the price tag. Thirty nine ninety seven, and you can only buy it through OnlyDolls.com, the number one sex doll marketplace. Oh my! <laughs> well. You know what's interesting about it is when I first saw it, he's got a hard, erect penis. So you could sit on it, and that might be fun if you were a total Matthew Camp fan. What I didn't realize when I watched the video of them producing this sex scene with the doll is it's so funny. I felt like we're talking about Annabelle. But <laughs> when they I mean, did the sex scene, <laughs> he apparently has an ass that you can, why wouldn't he, right? That you can fuck too. So you could I'm looking at that, and it's, it's like a little. It's an odd kind of like <laughs> lightly brown hole and it doesn't what? show like any cheeks at all. It's literally like oh, almost kind goodness. of flattened out. So, so that he doesn't need anal is... so the doll doesn't need any anal bleaching is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seems a little forced to me, but being that he's the comeback kid, Cody, I can't yes. really be too mad at him. I, for, I said it before. You know, at, he needs to make that cash to get that house back. So you're right. Are you're you right? Yeah. What do you? But thoughts? I said it before. I say it again. This doll is demonic, and I don't. And everybody <laughs> agrees with me, apparently. And <laughs> I, them having sex together sounds like how you get the antichrist. I don't know. I just want to see what happens in nine months that's all i want to say but for i mean think about it guys you could hire a, a rent boy a rent man i think it's rent men now these days but do you get to keep a fraction <laughs> you don't get to you could have that same guy uh, over every single week for the next probably 10 weeks before you made that four grand i don't know but you know what it all depends. You can't have Matthew Camp, but if you really were had a thing for Matthew Camp, then what's four grand? You can. It's the next best thing. That's all I got to say. Oh my God! Thank you guys for weighing in. This has been a really fun intro to 2022. It can only get better from here. Thanks, guys, for playing. You Definitely. can always follow. Thank yeah, you, you can always follow my co-host on Instagram. Follow Jeremy at J Ross Lopez. Follow Cody at KMD Coaching for his life coaching or mr maurice at mr maurice and you can follow us at tags podcast so much fun guys thanks this is so a lot of fun. fun yeah all right let's Definitely. make it good let's make it good and in the meantime continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex yeah